This is Plant-Based Briefing, Gut Health Promoting Foods and Recipes to Nourish Your Microbiome, Part 1, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday with permission. Today's post is a bit longer than most, so I'm going to split it into two parts, reading part one today and part two tomorrow. It's by Ocean Robbins, the CEO of Food Revolution Network, which is a nonprofit committed to healthy, ethical, and sustainable food for all. The organization is guided by John Robbins and Ocean Robbins. They have more than 500,000 members and collaboration of many of the top food revolutionary leaders of our times. And their aim is to empower individuals to build community and transform food systems to support healthy people and a healthy planet. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Gut Health Promoting Foods and Recipes to Nourish Your Microbiome, Part 1, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. Summary. COVID-19 has exposed a huge weakness in our society, our immune systems. It turns out that a key part of immune health resides in the gut, in the form of the trillions of bacteria that work to digest food and help keep us healthy. And modern lifestyles can undermine the gut microbiome in many ways. So are there things you can do to strengthen your gut microbiome and improve your immune function and overall health? Spoiler alert, yes. Do you like pop music? If so, you've probably enjoyed hit songs by some of the following artists. Britney Spears, Katy Perry, NSYNC, Taylor Swift, Usher, Avril Lavigne, Justin Timberlake, and the Backstreet Boys. You may already be tapping your feet at some of their work, such as Baby One More Time, Roar, It's Gonna Be Me, Shake It Off, Can't Stop the Feeling, I Kissed a Girl, and I Want It That Way. What you may not know, unless you're a music insider, is that those songs, plus hundreds more performed by the most famous and commercially successful artists of the last couple of decades, were written by a retired Swedish singer-turned-songwriter and music producer, Max Martin. Preferring behind-the-scenes collaboration to frontman credit, Martin has turned the writing of pop hits into a science, and has the Billboard Awards to prove it. You know what else is a crucial behind-the-scenes partner to amazing achievement? Your gut microbiome. Virtually unstudied until recently, the gut microbiome is now seen as the key to many aspects of health, digestion, immune function, even cognition and mood. And while Max Martin may prefer to stay under the public radar while he plies his craft, the human microbiome is now under the microscope, as it were, of public scrutiny. With new popular awareness of the importance of the trillions of little critters that make their homes on and in our bodies, Social media, blogs, and mainstream news outlets bombard us with tips on how to keep them strong and healthy. And like much of medical and wellness info these days, there's at least as much misinformation as valid and useful guidance. Gut and Immunity Here is one particularly timely aspect of the gut microbiome, how it interacts with and supports our immune system. There are two basic ways the immune system can go wrong. It can underreact to infection or become overwhelmed by it, and it can overreact or get triggered by false alarms, attacking benign foreign cells and even the body itself. The second problem, overreacting, appears to be responsible for the steady increase in gut health disorders and autoimmune diseases in the developed world that we've been seeing for many years now. Now, since the emergence of COVID-19, scientists have been studying our immune systems with renewed vigor, including looking at how our microbiome impacts acute infections as well as chronic conditions. 
The link is partly numerical, about 70 to 80% of the human immune system resides in the gut. This makes sense when you realize that the gut is where the outside world meets our squishy, delicate insides. The world is teeming with microbes, and a lot of them hitch rides on our food and end up splashing around in our intestines. If there was ever a place for a robust and alert immune system, it's there. And robust it is. The population of live microorganisms in the gut is estimated at around 100 trillion, which is 50 times greater than the number of galaxies in the known universe. These critters aren't freeloaders either. In exchange for room and board, they keep us alive and well in a bunch of ways. They regulate metabolism, digest food that our native digestive systems can't handle, and support the mucosal immune system to protect the body from infection. But modern life has been hard on our microbiome, for reasons we'll explore in a bit. For now, suffice it to say that we tend to have fewer beneficial microbes and more problematic ones than are good for us, which means it's harder to keep our guts healthy and harder to maintain a well-functioning immune system. In health and wellness circles, you often hear that you need to, quote-unquote, heal your gut. In this article, we'll offer a collection of gut-healing recipes so you can get started optimizing your own gut health. The State of Our Gut Health The gut health of modern humans in developed countries has been severely compromised. We didn't know how badly until we started comparing our gut populations to those of indigenous peoples who were maintaining, more or less, their traditional lifestyles. It turns out that Americans' microbiomes are about half as diverse as those of the Yanomami, an Amazonian tribe with limited interaction with the modern world. Partly to blame is our modern obsession with cleanliness and fear of germs. Our approach to microorganisms has been total eradication, with many household products and sanitizers promising to wipe out 99.99% of all bacteria, viruses, and so on. The problem with this is that nature abhors a vacuum, and sterile environments are basically unclaimed territory ripe for exploitation by whatever new bug comes along. Another source of harm to our microbiomes is the chlorine in municipal water, which, while doing important work in removing potentially deadly microorganisms from our drinking supply, also appears to reduce the diversity of species in our microbiomes. After all, if it kills bacteria in water, then what do you think it does when it makes its way inside a human gut? Antibiotic Resistance But we're not only making ourselves less capable of dealing with harmful pathogens, we're also empowering and training the worst ones, making them even more virulent and dangerous. By overprescribing antibiotics, our medical system artificially selects for the mutations that don't respond to antibiotics, the so-called antibiotic-resistant strains. After decades of miracles from antibiotics, we've reached the point where stronger and stronger drugs are providing fewer and fewer benefits against these superbugs. Even if all medical professionals got the message, we'd still have an antibiotic overuse, I'd say abuse, problem. Factory farms are by far the largest consumers and deployers of antibiotics, both to keep animals alive in incredibly cruel, unhygienic, and crowded conditions, and to increase their growth rates and weights to increase profits. These are industrial inputs, not prescribed drugs, and they attack all bacteria, including ones that are crucial for the animal's health. And if we eat those animals or drink their milk, we're at risk of exposure to the very antibiotic-resistant bacteria that the antibiotics have fueled. 
We may not be able to personally end factory farming or reform the medical system or invent a water purification method that removes the chlorine before it enters our homes. But there's one area that's degrading our microbiomes where you do have control, the food you put in your mouth. You just listened to Gut Health Promoting Foods and Recipes to Nourish Your Microbiome, Part 1, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and please tune in tomorrow for the second half of this two-part post. Thanks for listening.